Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Carl Perkins, and today we're studying Megillah Daf Tetvav, Megillah page 15. Um, the Talmud, as anyone who has studied it uh, will agree, is an associative work. Uh, often people will ask, what's this particular Talmudic tractate about, or, or even what's this chapter about? Or what's this page of Talmud about? Uh, these questions are not always easy to answer. Uh, there are pages in the Talmud on which there are fairly focused legal discussions, but usually within one particular page, the discussion reflects a wide variety of concerns. Page 15, Daf uh, Tetvav of Megillah, is filled with Agadah. That is, uh, literary interpretations, rabbinical stories, uh, rather than legal rulings or analyses. It's therefore not surprising that the topics discussed on this page range all over the place. Uh, let me give you an example. Most of the Agadot on this page are interpretations of various passages in the Megillah, and many focus on Queen Esther. For example, why, it's asked, uh, did Esther invite Haman to join her and the king at the two feasts recounted in chapters 5 and 7 of the Megillah? One suggestion that the Talmud offers is that she was worried that if she hadn't invited Haman, he might have suspected that she was a Jew, and she preferred to reveal that directly to the king. Another suggestion is that Esther wanted Haman on hand to make a mistake and to stumble before the king, which, of course, is exactly what happened. In the midst of a discussion of the meaning of various passages in the Megillah, toward the bottom of the first side of page 15, we have a statement by Rabbi El-Azhar in the name of Rabbi Hanina. That triggers the Talmudic authors to recount not just one or two, but an entire series of statements by Rabbi El-Azhar in the name of Rabbi Hanina. Only some of these statements have to do with the Megillah, or with Queen Esther, or Mordechai. What unites them is not the topic, but the fact that they are all statements made by Rabbi El-Azhar in the name of Rabbi Hanina. The Rabbi Elazar mentioned here is not Rabbi Elazar ben Aruch, the Talmudic Tana, who was a student of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and who's mentioned in Pirkei Avot. Rather, he is Rabbi Elazar ben Pedat, a second-generation Amora. That is, he lived in the third century, in the second generation after Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Judah the Patriarch, the last of the Tanaim. Rabbi Elazar was a Babylonian who emigrated to the land of Israel. When he came to the land of Israel, he became a student of Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina Bar Chama, and he transmits many of Rabbi Hanina's sayings throughout the Talmud. Rabbi Hanina Bar Chama, whom Rabbi Elazar quotes, was also born in Babylonia and moved to the land of Israel. He is said to have lived in Sipoli, where he was a student of Rabbi Judah Hanasi. In one of uh, his statements, Rabbi Elazar quotes Rabbi Hanina as explaining 
the passage in the book of Esther, chapter 5, verse 1, where it says that on the, on the third day, Esther clothed herself in royalty. The Gemara says, quite reasonably, you know, it should have said, Esther clothed herself in royal garments, in garments of royalty. But Rabbi Elazar said, in the name of Rabbi Hanina, that this term is poetic here. Esther clothed herself not in actual clothing of royalty, but in divine inspiration, in the Ruach HaKodesh, in the holiness of God's presence. For just as here it says, and she clothed herself, meaning metaphorically, elsewhere as well in the book of Chronicles, it says, and the spirit clothed Amasai. So just as there in Chronicles, it doesn't refer to actual clothing, but to divine inspiration, so too here. So that's one of the statements that Rabbi Elazar makes in the name of Rabbi Hanina. Following that, we have another statement of Rabbi Hanina. Don't disregard the blessing of an ordinary person. It may come true. And similarly, in the next statement, we're told we should never disregard the curse of an ordinary person, for it too may very well come to pass. And what follows is yet another saying that focuses on life and death. This is rather touching. It says, when a righteous person dies, he is lost to his generation, but he himself is not really lost. He, in fact, is like a person who loses a pearl. A pearl, even if its owner loses it, remains a pearl. It itself hasn't really lost anything. It's the owner who has lost the pearl. So, too, when a person who is a tzaddik, a righteous person, when a, when a righteous person dies, he remains a righteous person. The loss is felt by those around him or her who grieve what they have lost. In a sense, you could say that the Agadot, these uh, stories or these sayings of Rabbi Elazar in the name of Rabbi Hanina, they're strung like a string of pearls, each contributing yet another example of wisdom. We should be grateful for Rabbi Elazar for sharing them in the name of his illustrious teacher. Perhaps the most famous of the sayings of Rabbi Hanina, quoted by Rabbi Elazar, is actually not found on this page, but it's found elsewhere in the Talmud, on the last page of Talmud of, of, of Tractate Brachot and elsewhere. And the statement goes as follows. Talmidei Chachamim Marbim Shalom Ba'olam. Scholars increase peace in the world, as it says in the book of Isaiah, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Don't read your children, Rabbi Elazar says in the name of Rabbi Hanina, but your builders. One way to interpret this is to conclude that if your children become learned in the Lord, that is, if your children become religiously educated, they will become your builders. They'll be the builders of the future. Uh, my response to that is, May all of our children become learned in the Lord, and may they all become the builders of our future. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.